Hello, and welcome to King's Chapel Canada's podcast. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at King's Chapel Canada. Now featuring, now featuring Althea Matias. Hey guys, welcome back. Today I'm going to be talking about Elevate Your Light. Um, and this kind of mes- whole message kind of stems from I... Got rid of my bunk bed in my room. I know I've had the same bunk bed for like 12 years. Anyways, I have this lamp in my room and I was I was staying on the top bunk and so I kept my lamp on the top bunk and that little lamp could light up my entire room. And then I got rid of the bunk bed and my mattress is currently on the floor. And I have the same lamp and I'm trying to use it. The lamp's on the floor and I'm not able to even like see the book I'm reading, even though I'm like so much closer to the lamp, just because of where it's placed in my room. It was like set up like 12 feet above the ground and maybe like 10 feet above the ground, and now it's only like not even a foot off the ground. And so it's really affecting my visibility. Now I heard, I was like, I was like, wow, that's so interesting that the same lamp, the same voltage, same everything, just based off its location and its position has a very different impact on how I see the light. And basically my message is elevate your light, put your light in a higher position. And I also was reading Matthew, and this is what spoke. It says, chapter 5, verse 14 to 16 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You see, in the very beginning, it says, you are the light. The source of the light is you. You are the light of the world. In this world where there's darkness and chaos and fear and all these things, when people need light, they need the bright side, they need the good things. You are the light of the world. God has put us on the earth to be the light of the world. The light does not come from the world. We are the ones who carry the light. And John 8, 12 says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So those who follow Jesus have the light of life. You carry the light of life. That's why the Bible says that you are the light um, of the world. Because when you receive Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, Jesus is the light and now he is now in you. And that light is what you carry. The light is in you. You are the source of what the world needs. It's in you. So all you need to do is let it be seen. That's why the Bible says we are set on a hill. We're set on a hill. It says here, it says a city that is set on a hill. So going back to my position thing and um, distance and how high the lamp was, the hill is representative of it's higher. It's on the higher part of um, the curve or it's just higher up. A hill means the top. And the Bible says in Deuteronomy 28, 13, that you shall be above only and never beneath. So when you follow the commandments of the Lord, you know, when you follow commands, you follow Jesus Christ, you are, you have him in your heart. You literally are set above. You are naturally set above. God places you higher because why, why does God place you higher? So that your his light, who he is can be seen by more people. That's why he raises us up. It's not just to make us great. There's always a reason it's to get more souls, to have more people see God's goodness so that more people can come to know him. That's God's heart. And also says in 1 Kings 20, 28, that he is a God of hills and he's not a God of valleys. So when it says that he put you a city that is set on a hill, he has put you on a hill. He's a God of hills, not a God of valleys. God's a God of up and ups and increase and multiplication. 
The devil is a god of stealing, killing, and destroying, decrease, sadness, brokenness. That is the devil. So it says, you are set on a hill. So God already put us up. He already set us high above. So A, we have the light and our God already set us higher. And it says, if you keep going, it says, you are set on a hill, cannot be hidden. You can't hide the light that's in you. You cannot hide it. And it's true, like, you know, um, there was this witch doctor, like this guy who was super into the devil and like using like demonic powers. And this minister of the gospel like interviewed him just to get an understanding of how the devil works. And um, the minister never told this guy that he was a man of God. He just was interviewing him like a normal guy. And at the end of like the 30 minute interview, the witch doctor goes, thank you, minister. And the minister goes like, how do you know that like, I, you know, that I was a minister, I never told you. And he says, I could see the light that's in you and behind you. Um, because God, the light is in you. When you have Jesus Christ, the light is in you and the devil can see it. So that means the world can see the light in you. There is a difference of the people who have Jesus Christ and the people who don't. There's a difference. But the problem is we spend so, we work so hard almost to, um, kind of camouflage into the world and look the same. And we hide the light. We suppress it. We, we say, oh, um, how's it going? We say, we try to say the same things. Oh, same old, same old. Or, you know, just getting by. Or, you know, we, we just try to sound the same. We, we cannot, you can't hide what's different. And I think the problem is we do hide it, I think. And that's the biggest problem is Christians look the same um, than everyone else because they're hiding the light. But, but, but you know what? People are drawn to the light. And I've noticed this in my own life where when you carry the light of Jesus Christ and you let it, you know, you let it manifest, you let people see it, you see the goodness, people get to see the goodness of God working in your life. People are drawn to it. Even strangers, I'll be walking out of nowhere and like the most broken people will like naturally draw to me and like talk to me, um, and see what's in me. And they're like drawn to it because people are drawn to the light. You know, the Bible says that God is near to those who are broken. And it's so true because I like recently had the, um, the pleasure of like sharing the gospel to someone who was homeless and they literally received Jesus Christ so fast and they could feel God instantly because the Bible says that God is closer to them, but they also, they can see the light when they're in so much darkness and in so much brokenness, they can see the light so much clearer. You know, the light no matter how weak or your lamp is, whatever, it's always brightest when the room is completely dark. That's when it's brightest. So that kind of goes, so we need to show our light. So we're, we're, especially now when the world is in chaos and in fear and in darkness, we need to let our light shine. We need to let the goodness of God shine. We shouldn't be afraid. We shouldn't be hiding who we are. We shouldn't be hiding who Jesus is and what he's done in our life because that's literally how the, the world sees light. That's literally, the Bible says that you are the light of the world. And when we hide that light, when we hide who we are, then it's like we just hide the truth. We just covered it up and you can't hide it. The Bible says, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. Okay, on top of the not hiding it, people don't light a lamp and then put it under a basket. You don't light a candle and then like instantly close it. You can't. You, that's not what you're supposed to do. No one lights a lamp. What's the point? What's the point? Philippians 1.6 says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. You know, when you first get saved, I remember when I first um, shared the gospel to someone, the first thing they said about a testimony of what God's done in their life, they said, I can now see the light. 
I saw, I can now see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, um, which sounds like such a worldly thing. But when you are a newly saved Christian, you don't know what the lingo is. And so he said, like, I can now see the light. And, you know, that's, that's true. And how often in life do you just feel like you can't see the light anymore? Because, well, I, we need your word because the source, is the light is Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that Jesus Christ was the word made flesh. So you're going to go back to the source. But anyways... You know, when that Christian first got saved, the first thing they noticed was the light. And the Bible says that be confident in this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on until completion. So he will continue. That light will continue. It doesn't go away. God does not take away. You know, God is a God of giving. He, lo- he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God will not withhold any good thing. Ask and you will receive. Literally, God is a giver and he's not going to stop giving you that light because guess what? When you have Jesus Christ... In your life, you have the light. It's in you. So don't put it, don't hide it. Let's stop hiding it, okay? Because people hurt. And if we keep going, it says here, but they put it on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. When you thrive, everyone around you benefits. When you elevate yourself, you put yourself where people can see you, you know? What do do I mean by that, where people can see you? It means that you're out in the world, proclaiming what Jesus has done in your life. You don't have to stay in your room where the only time you talk about Jesus is at church to a bunch of Christians who already know Jesus, okay? It means that you're out in the world where, you know, in your friendships, at work, at school, in the bu- on the bus or in the park, wherever you are, in the grocery store, you allow God to manifest. You listen to the Holy Spirit and you share the goodness of God. You proclaim who Jesus is so that people can hear it. You don't just hide it. Stop hiding it. What does hide mean? It means you never show it. People go, well, I don't like try to hide it, but you never show it. That's basically hiding. It's like um, when people have like a puppy or whatever, and you're like, oh, I never knew you had a dog. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, I did. And it's not because they deliberately like hid the dog every time. They just never said, oh, yeah, I have a dog. It's that simple. When you don't talk about Jesus, you don't proclaim who he is, you're hiding it. And why are you hiding it? The Bible says, not be ashamed. Because if you're ashamed of Jesus, he will be ashamed of you. So, when you get to heaven on Judgment Day, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe in Christ. Yet you were ashamed to tell anyone about him. So let's stop hiding. Okay, because if you aren't proclaiming, you're hiding it. And we need to not hide it. I don't know why, like you see, you know, I, I remember I, was, I had a Bible study the other day. And we were all just sharing the goodness of God in our lives. And um, one of one of the people I'm discipling, they prayed at the end. They said, um, "I pray that like more people will know the goodness of God, so that you can, so that God, you can do the same thing, the same blessings in their lives that you are doing for us." You know, when you share God, when you share Jesus Christ with someone, they now have access to Jesus Christ. They now know who Jesus Christ is, and they have access to the Father in heaven. That is just like like the biggest benefit in the world. Then people need that, and when we hide it. It's like you have this big grandiose answer and light and everything and you're just like, nope, I'm just not going to share it with you. And why? Because then no one benefits. But the Bible says that when you let your light shine, okay, and you put it in a lamp, it says that when you thrive, everyone around you benefits, especially your household. Acts 16.31 says, so they said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. When you believe in Jesus Christ. Okay, it says, this is the promise of God. You will be saved and you and your household. 
I know so many people where you're the only one in your family who's saved. You're the only one who's following Jesus Christ. But you know what? Light is contagious. The same way that darkness can be contagious, you know, when everyone's sad, you get sad. Light is more contagious. Literally, darkness can't stand in the presence of light. Darkness ceases when there's light, obviously. You know, you walk into a room where there's no light, you turn on the light, boom, darkness is gone instantly. So those of you who are the only ones in your family base, if you're the only ones who are living your life for Christ, well, guess what? The Bible promises that your household shall be saved, but you need to continue to live your life full of the light. Let them continue to see the goodness of God in your life because people will respond to what they see. And if you keep, I'm getting ahead of myself, but the Bible says, let your light shine before men. The goodness of God is not only for God, but for his people to see the goodness of God. You see, 1 Samuel 16, 7 says, the Lord does not look at things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Now, even though God knows your heart and he loves you and he sees that you love him, it says that people don't look at the heart. They look at the outward appearances. So what does that mean? People won't be able to see the light that's in you unless it manifests to the outside. Unless you allow the light that's in you to show in your everyday life. Where you, people can see the blessings of God. Where they can see God working and moving in your life. Where they can see God actually do stuff and the evidence of God in your life. That your life looks different. That your life is thriving. Because people will look at that. So you need to allow God to move in your life. Not just in church on Sundays and not just at Bible study, whatever you're there, but on a daily basis because people who don't know Jesus need to see it. And they're only going to see it through how you live your life. It says through the good works that you do. That's how they're going to see it. That they see your good works when they see you doing good things all the time. Okay? They see you see the goodness of God. They see you do the work of God. That's when. It says, the Bible says that... They will glorify your Father in heaven. Live your life to a point where everything you do is a testament to who God is. I got to a point in my life where everything I do has to, like, everything in my life that I have and that I do and, like, what's shaped and what I have is literally all a testimony of God. Like, when they say, oh, how'd you get that job? God gave it to me. How are you this successful? God got me here. How are you this happy? God. Like, I got to a point where everything in my life is because I did, because God, I only, I'm trying to do only what God told me to do. And when you do that, your life, everything is a conversation and, um, conversation starter of what God's done in your life. In every area. So you gotta let your light shine before men. The goodness of God is only for God, for people to see the goodness of God. You gotta let people see it. Gotta let NFS. How do you, you say, but how do people see it? You gotta see it. You gotta see the goodness of God. You gotta let God manifest in your life to where you, you know, you obey His commandments and the blessings flow. You give and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. That's how you need to live. You need to start doing the things of the Lord. And the Bible says that when we hear things and we do things, we build a solid foundation where no matter what happens, we don't fall. And that's, I think, the biggest thing is, you know, people always say, oh, there's ups and downs. You get to a point where you only have ups. And when everyone else, especially right now with Corona, you know, when everyone's getting laid off, 
you're the one who's not. Actually, right now, I like it's in a time of promotion, and you're getting elevated, and you're seeing increase. That's happened to so many people. So many Christians I know are actually in this time of coronavirus, where everyone's in lockdown. They're actually experiencing increase like never before in their lives. That's true. That's happening in the kingdom of God, and like that's a huge testimony. Where that makes no sense in the world. That doesn't make sense. Like, if you watch anything on the news, there is no sign of hope. It, well, now it's getting better because of the curve. Before, you know, there wasn't. And it didn't matter to Christians because the Bible says that um, you will have, you will bear fruit in every season. And the Lord will make your land prosper no matter where you are, in the city or in the urban, during, like, the good times and the bad times, in, like, the famine and the rain. You will thrive. So you need to live your life where the God that you serve can be manifested where people can see it. You know, what's the point of doing something if it's not showing anything? Like, no results. Like, well, you, say you, you say you love Jesus, but you don't obey his commandments. The Bible says in John, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So then you can't say, oh yeah, I know Jesus and I love Jesus, but then you don't even do his will. You don't even follow his commandments. You don't follow the word of God. The Bible says then you don't actually love him. So either stop lying Okay, <laughs> it's just start doing the right thing. You know, it's never too late to start going in the right track. And I've, what I found with my walk with God is, doesn't matter how many times I've like I've like stumbled or fallen off the wagon. As soon as I decide I'm back on, and I'm in it with God, boom, He's right there with you. The Bible says, when you draw near to Him, He draws near to you. And then. Um, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. As you continue to walk in the blessings, and you continue to walk in the will of God, the blessings never stop. And that's honestly what made it for me. I was like, I made a decision. I'm going to turn my back on darkness. I'm going to turn my back on sin and just follow what God has for me because you need to love what is good and hate what is evil. And when you, when you, you know, you get to a point where you're like addicted to the presence of God, you're like addicted to the goodness of God, that whatever the devil has to offer you is no longer tempting. And when you do that, you shine and you shine and God elevates you. If you humble yourself before the Lord, he will exalt you. The last will be the first and the first will be the last. God elevates you. When you humble yourself to God and you fully surrender and you do the commandments, he elevates you. It's literally like all over the Bible. I live it constantly. I, I find that every time I humble myself and I go deeper into God, I find myself raised up even more. Because that's, that's how God works. And you know, I was when I was when I first looked at this message, I was like, I wonder what the definition of light is. And you know what the first definition that came up? It says something that makes vision possible. Something that makes vision possible. Light makes vision possible. What does that mean? If you look in just like a physical realm, is when there's light, that's when all of a sudden you can see, right? When there's a dark room, you can't see anything, you stub your toe, you can't see anything. But when there's light, all of a sudden you can see. That's why the, it says something that makes vision possible. Now here's the thing. In a spiritual sense, in this world where it's dark and people don't know what to do, people don't know what to turn to, the Bible says, light, you are the light of the world. And, Jesus, and what makes you the light? Jesus in you. So Jesus in you makes vision possible. When people see the goodness of God in your life, all of a sudden they have a vision for themselves to see God move in their own lives. And that's what God wants us to do, to be a light that people can follow. The Bible says, follow me as I follow Christ. You don't model your life after Jesus Christ so that if people do what you do, they'll also reap the blessings. 
That's what, the, what it means by, um, you know, everyone benefits when you thrive because when people do what you do, they thrive. So, you know, the Bible, um, the world always says like there's an 80-20 rule that there's 10% on both ends and 80% of the world will just follow whichever way they go. So where are you leading people to? Okay, because we're naturally leaders. As Christians, we lead with the light. People follow the light. So where are you leading? Are you leading people in the right direction? Are you following Christ so that people can follow you? And are you leading people to Christ? Or are you leading them on a different path? You know, and the only way to ensure that you're leading them to Christ is to live a life of Christ. The Bible says that um, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me, that I may do the things of Christ. So you need to do, live, think, talk, breathe like Jesus Christ. The only way to do that is to read the Word. Okay, understand who Jesus is. But that's the thing. It gives, it makes vision possible. And that means that without it, it's impossible. Which is why the Bible says that without a vision, people perish. When you don't allow the light of God to manifest in your life, and you don't let people around you see it, people perish. That's why you ever, whenever you see people who commit suicide, it's always because they're like, there was nothing left to live for. It's just too hard. It's just too dark. I don't see anything good happening. That's when people perish because there's nothing more. You need to be walking lights to the world so that people can see, oh my goodness, God is real. There is something better on this earth. There is more than just this. And there is. And when you don't, people suffer, you guys. People die. People continue to get broken. People continue to get hurt. And they continue to do the same thing because they don't know the truth. Light is something that makes vision possible. Jesus in you is what allows people to dream, allows people to thrive and have a vision for their lives. They allow, it allows them to see what God's vision for their life is. You know, um, Dr. Rodney Howard, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown's soul winning script starts with, has anyone ever told you that God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life? That's the intro. That's the starting conversation because guess what? People need to know that God loves them and that he has a plan for their life. You know how many things in our world revolve around where you're going? What's your vision? Like the quarter life crisis thing? Um, what have you gotten? What have you accomplished halfway through your life? Or even when kids are little, what do you want to be when you grow up? What's your dreams? What's your goals? What's your aspirations? You know, 2020, new year. What's your vision? That's little, People are looking for that. That's what like revolves around our world. People want to be something and do something big. And guess what? That's their destiny in Jesus Christ. God predestined us to be amazing, to thrive, to be leaders, to um, you know, be a light, to be a blessing, to let God work in people's lives. We're supposed to be those ones. It says you are the light of the world. Who? You. So start being a light. Elevate your light. Rise it up, you know? Take it to places that no, people don't normally bring light to. Where you never really talked about Jesus. At work. At school. At the grocery store. You know? Be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Because you know what? The Bible says that Jesus is coming soon. But he's just waiting for people to hear about the gospel. To hear the good news. And the Bible says how will people know unless people tell them? How will people tell them unless someone sends them? You need to be telling people about Jesus Christ. Or completely so into people who are doing that, who are into soul winning, you know, so into evangelists and pastors and ministers, um, people who are going for the souls. So you either do it or you send someone, so you go fund it, okay? But we gotta do that because that's when Jesus is gonna come back and people need to hear Jesus Christ. No, God is waiting because he has grace and mercy that he wants more people to come to know him and to repent 
and to follow him because that's where life is. God wants people to get saved. And guess what? People are only going to get saved if they know about who Jesus is. So we got to tell them. Amen? So they can now receive the light, the light of life, the Bible says, that Jesus is what? He is the light of life. That's what he is in this life, where there's light and darkness, goodness and bad. God, Jesus is the light, and people need the light. No person is like, if you go, hey, do you want good or bad? They go, I'll take the bad. People want good, okay? God made them in his own image. There's something in every single person who's yearning for Jesus Christ. You need to get to a point, Jonathan Shuttlesworth said this, and I think he quoted another person, but he said, you need to get to a point where you realize everyone is looking for what you have, and what you have is what everyone's looking for. Jesus in you is what everyone's looking for. You know, Jesus has come down himself and just tell everyone who he is, but he chose to allow us to do it. Why? So that God can use us and manifest himself in us. God wants to use you. He wants you to be a testimony, a sign, and a wonder to people. How amazing that you get to be an example and like a canvas of who God is to people. That God's going to allow you to be the one to share the good news. That's so amazing. And you know, as soon as you receive Jesus Christ, you don't have the power to tell someone else. It's so simple. It's like, oh, I learned um, that the sky is blue. Did you know the sky is blue? That's simple. Did you know that Jesus Christ died for you because he loves you so much? Did you know that God so loved this world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him won't perish but have eternal life? That's what Jesus said. That You know Jesus? Everyone knows Jesus' name. His name is everywhere. That's why people swear his name. Everyone knows who Jesus is. So share who he is so that people can understand who he is, receive him in their lives, and have light, you know? I have, like, I work at a pregnancy center, and people aren't okay. Like, they live, like, intense lives. And um, I've noticed that, you know, because the light, people notice the light and the peace that you carry. And um, I had one client who's like, when I'm, like, with you in this room, when I'm around you, like, I feel instant peace and instant light and joy. Um, and I, you know what? I realized when they go out into the world, they don't have that anymore unless they're around me because I carry the presence of God. But I said, you know what you can do though? You can, I'm like, the only way that they'll be okay no matter where they go is if they have Jesus themselves in their heart. Because the only thing that makes me so special is that Jesus is in my heart and he's doing all the things. And so I shared the gospel and now that person has Jesus and they're walking around and I know they're okay because they have Jesus in their heart. And Jesus is going to be the one to take care of them and mold them and guide them and show them the way and bless them and lead them in the right direction. Because they have Jesus in their heart. They have a relationship with God. That's what people need so they can have the light in their life. So we need to share. Okay, you guys, we got we to gotta stop hiding this light in our lives where we just go, oh yeah, God is so good. And then we don't tell anyone about how good it is. You know, easy. We're like, we're such easy spokespeople when it comes to anything. We're like, oh my gosh, have you tried this like new face cream? It's amazing. And we'll talk about it for like 30 minutes to everybody we know. But when it comes to Jesus, we're just like, oh, like I don't want to, I don't want to impose. And da, 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 da. people are looking for answers right now, especially during Corona. People are looking for answers. People's heart and minds are so open to the truth. All we got to do is share it. And guess what? The light is in you already. You are the light of the world. God already set you on high above hills and above only and ever beneath. You're the head and up the hill. He already set you above. He already gave you everything you need. And the Bible says, don't you worry. God is always with you. He's the one who does the work. He's the one who goes before you, breaks down every chain, every stronghold, every gate, so that you can do these things, you know? So go out there. Share the light. Show the light. Elevate your light. 
Elevate it. What does elevate mean? To increase. Okay? So, multiple things you gotta do. The light, how the source of the light is Christ, the Word of God. So you need to elevate, increase your time in the Word, your understanding of the Word. Increase that. Increase the amount of times you talk to God, prayer. Increase that. Increase the amount of times you share who Jesus is, you know? I've shared the gospel a couple times to people, and I can't just, like, save one and be like, all right, I'm done. I gotta elevate that. If you've saved 10 souls, now elevate it to 20, okay? You gotta elevate. It's time to grow. God's a God of increase. He expects increase, so we need to elevate ourselves. Because when you elevate, everyone else around you also elevates. It's like osmosis. You know how everything is imparted no matter which way? Like, everything you do, you're receiving an impartation? Likewise, when you elevate yourself, you now allow yourself to have a higher concentration of who God is, though you're able to bless other people who are in a lower concentration of who, of like, you know, when they have a lower concentration of God in their lives, you can now, like, pump that into someone. So elevate yourself so you can bless more people. You know, um, someone was saying, like, oh, I was just waiting for, like, amazing people to come into my life. Or someone to just be, like, good and just to be that best friend to people and to be that encourager, to be that strong person who carries the power of God, who can provide miracles. Be that person. God is looking for a vessel to use to manifest himself through. Be that person. Elevate yourself. Be a holy vessel so God can use you to be the blessings, to be the person to save your generation. You are the answer that people are looking for. You can be that answer to people. You don't need to look around and wait. That song, it's like... Um, if not who, then you. It's like, I like looked up to God and said, hey, God, why don't you do something? And God said, I did. I made you. You are the answer. When you get saved, you now have the answer to get other people saved. So do it. Because Jesus is coming, y'all. We're running out of time. We gotta move faster. If we want to see more people go to heaven. Because right? no one deserves to go to hell. Alright? So elevate your light. For those of you, you know, you're like, I have the light. And I just... I, I feel like I've just been hiding it. You know, now is the time to stop. And if anything, people are looking. They're Like people who are in darkness, they're also looking. They're, they're very scared in the world because of what's happening. They're looking for the truth. You carry it. All you got to do is share it. And God does the work. Amen? I'll let your light lull. I love you. I'm excited for what you're going to do. And know that, like, nothing you do is in vain when it comes to God. When you, you know how we, I always quote that verse, Matthew 6, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. When you seek God, you know, you seek his word, you seek his commandments, you seek his righteousness, you live your life holy. It says all these things are added unto you. All the things you could ever dream of, hope for, or long for. Including, like, families being saved and people getting healed. All those things God does. All those things you could chase for and run after and hope and dream of, God just adds it to your life. We need to realign what's right. Follow the light. Follow God's will for your life. So that we can shine. Let his, the Bible says, let his face shine upon you. Right? The only way to do that is to let God manifest. Let God use your life as a platform for his glory. Be like, God, I'm allowed, I want you, I surrender my life for you to use me. To be a channel of your mercy and your grace and your goodness and your blessings. And when you do that, God will use you. God's just looking for people to use so that he can continue to share, you know, so more people can know him. Alright, I love you. Elevate your light, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please write a review.
review and share the podcast. God bless.